Welcome to the Mechanics Go Cool podcast, the link between research, practice, and theory for those interested in the activities youth are involved with during non-school hours. The Mechanics Go Cool podcast is produced by Case for Kids, a division of Harris County Department of Education, and I'm your host, Mike Wilson. Today we are presenting episode two of our two-part series focusing on the Case for Kids end of the year celebration to highlight After School Professional Appreciation Week. As stated in the first episode of this series, After School Professional Appreciation Week is annually celebrated the last week of April and includes celebrations and public relations efforts to highlight and support all after school professionals who make a significant difference in the lives of young people. During this episode, my guests will include Brian Irvin with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Houston, Monica Lewis with the Monica Lewis School of Etiquette, Lisa Bailey with Educational Solutions, and Chris Cortez with Houston Healthy Hip Hop. All right, my name is Brian Irvin. I'm an area manager with Boys and Girls Club of Greater Houston. I think that uh, um, what's great about the OST field is that it provide it gives people an opportunity to give back and to uh, supplement um, what schools do not give our students um, throughout the school day. You know, um, we need that balance. Balance is important. There are a lot of things in our communities um, that need attention. And so I told myself that I was gonna pick one and ride it out. And so what I chose is the youth and youth and community development. And um, because they need us, they are our future. And the only difference between the, the, the kids that we work with and any other um, kids is opportunity and access. And so I just made it my, my mission to provide those for our youth. And what after school programming does is provide them with the tools to thrive when they are presented these opportunities and also to give them an opportunity to see and experience things that they never have, they would not have experienced without after school programming. It's one of the most important aspects of youth development, in my opinion. You have to have the passion, right? I mean, this, this, this field, you, you can't fake it. You know, this is not a fake it um, because it definitely comes across when you are faking it, you know? And so in order to, if you, if you want to be successful, I think you need to um, uh, be able to identify if this is something that you really want to do. And if it is something that you really want to do, then you need to take advantage of the many opportunities out there to get involved, to grow, to build your skill set um, and your acumen. Because with after school programming, it doesn't, there's not one, one way that it's supposed to look, right? So you could take your God given skills and talents. And, and use them in a manner in which that could, you know, uh, uh, make you an effective after-school employee or uh, professional. Don't try to make yourself something that you're not. If you have the passion to work with youth, take your your outside passions thing. Your, you know, you you want to marry skill set with passion, right? And so when you put those two together, then that's where you you that's where you go because you could be gifted in STEAM, English, technology, engineering, I mean, any anything. Our kids need it. There's nothing that our kids don't need. And um, that would be my suggestion. Don't try to just fit into something, man. You know, there's enough opportunity out there where your specific skill and passion will be. My name is Monica Lewis, and I am the owner of the Monica Lewis School of Etiquette. And I've been working with Harris County, um, our case, for seven years now. The after school program, what I love about it is that you guys always have something different for the kids. And when I mean different, they may not have access to it if it didn't come through the after school program. And so always 
enlightening the kids, giving them different opportunities. As for if I'd never been presented this opportunity, I wouldn't even know I would have this outside. So that's one thing I like because you have new, innovative, creative um, vendors that comes out and give them that experience. What motivates me is when I'm able to see their excitement when they're learning something new, which is every day, <laughs> which is every day. But then also they are excited to go back home and teach their parents. You know, I have one particular one. Um, normally when I go into the school, I wear my etiquette dress and it's like a little 50s type thing. And the girls loves it. And so I start seeing the change in having their parents when their mom would come, they would try to get their mom to change and dress up. And so I love the transformation, not only with, you know, you teaching the skill, but they actually looking at everything. And so they start behaving differently and not just the girls, the boys too. So everything that we teach them from our eight week program, from proper introduction, proper handshake, how to sit, they actually use it every day during daytime. And then having the teachers come back and say, oh, you're the etiquette lady, you know? So I love being able to see that what we teach, they actually do it, you know? And so it's important that we have different um, vendors and different opportunities in the community because you never know what's out there until you try it. And definitely the exposure piece I love because they will always be able to remember that they did this particular, then it makes great conversation. You have to learn that child and cater what they need at that point. So you have to be flexible. There are sometimes I'm big on that social emotional learning piece. And if you're not coming in to make a difference in the kid's life while they're in your, you know, in that class or in that arena with you at that day, you are not being what they need. And what they need is someone that they can look up to. What they need is someone that can really show them that we love you. And that is by actions. So being flexible, being patient, uh, going in with your whole heart and not just being scripted. And being okay to change your curriculum the day of based on the uh, what they came in with. You know, and being, you know, being able to adjust. You have to have patience. You cannot take this as a job that just to get money. You've got to have the heart of children. So that means that even that nurture piece, you can't come in with a already a motive like, you know, we're going to be hard. They don't listen. You have to come in open-minded and not only they learn from you, you learn from them. I'm Lisa Bailey and I am a staff trainer for CASE. I do consulting and I also do the uh, out of school uh, assessments. Uh, I'm an external assessor for CASE and I've been in the field, but uh, I have been in the field for well over 25 years. Well, what I think is great is that children come to us after, after the school day. Okay. So they've been hit with what's required for them to do. Like I have to do this sort of writing. I have to spend so many hours of instruction. But with out of school time, we we can help them learn in a more relaxed environment. We can still teach them rules. We can still teach them uh, virtue. We can still teach them morals. We can still teach them uh, customer service, as I put it, you know, for each other, for your fellow man. And we, it's more in a relaxed environment. They enjoy learning it. It's just, just awesome. Just awesome. What motivates me is just wanting the kids to have 
positive role models, but not not be called role models. Because once you're giving somebody that title of role model, they think they have to do this, that, that. Just be yourself, be positive. And it's a positive environment. I want the kids to have a, I want people to know it's not that hard working with kids. You, you, you have some at home. A lot of people have some at home that's theirs and they work with. It's not that much different people. The kids want you to see them just like each employee wants you to see them and you want people to see you. So I think with that all together, it makes it a positive thing. As we know, there's so many things that people could be doing. So many things that kids get into. Some of the kids environments are not favorable, uh, very unfortunate. So they're led to being led to do other things that's not favorable. Well, in an after-school environment, at least they have those couple of hours to see what other people are doing that's positive. The, the, and not just, I'm better kind of doing, I mean, robotics. We have uh, gym training, we have physical activity. Some things parents maybe cannot pay for. Parents are working two, three, four jobs, uh, part-time jobs just to make it. And when they get to after school programming, maybe they'll learn etiquette on when they go on a field trip. Uh, you know, a lot of the kids aspire to be sports or, or sports figures or athletes or whatever. They'll know when they go out to eat, you know, this is what we do because at least I learned that in ex extended day or, or extended training or after school. Uh, maybe somebody talked to me and just had a, a conversation with me. Sometimes these kids don't even have conversations with people. They're just being told, get up, go to bed, take a bath, eat, bye, get out of my face. But if they hear an after-school employee or somebody who works with them or a robotics um, uh, vendor come in and say, you can do this. Well, you're smart. Man, you just did that. Just that word right there in an after-school program when you just heard in school that you can't do anything. That's positive. That can change a life. Patience. 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 <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to more. Okay. Okay. Uh, Maybe reading skills. Uh, I mean, I know we need reading skills, period. That's a transferable skill, but we need um, skills that, uh, uh, listening, not hearing skills. Everybody hears everything. But are you really listening? Paying attention. Um, conflict resolution. Some of these things are not big, but if you just, um, talk to them and not, not everything is just talk to you have to you, some things you have to meet with a stronger disciplinary uh, action but sometimes just talking to them just letting them know that their input is valuable if you just let somebody know i mean if i just let you know or you just let me know my input is valuable i'm going to work harder to please whatever you need me to do or be more productive so those are that's being being productive uh patience i want to say love but love uh in a in a healthy way and have enough love in your heart for someone else for the next person so you can impact them i think uh good good speaking skills and then a, a more um, aspiration to be better anyone who wants to enter the field just have love in your heart teach the kids to be themselves and not try to be a carbon copy of anybody not even them they might like what you have to bring to the table but let them not want to be a carbon copy of anybody. Just come there ready. You will be ready to learn so they can be ready to learn. And ready to learn is not just with a pencil and paper. Ready to learn what you're trying to show them. Ready to learn by how you act, 
because that's what I do when I train. I tell them, you know, how we act determines maybe how the rest of the day goes. So if they see me argue with my coworker over who has this group, then what do you think they're going to argue over who has the ball? So come in with with knowledge that you are you are important to teach the kids to be know that they are important, and then we'll have more more productive citizens in society. Hello, my name is Chris Bortez. I'm the founder of Houston Healthy Hip Hop, and I've been in the after school programs for over 13 years. I think what's great about working after school programs is you know you're working with the future, which is the youth. So being able to go into these schools and really pour into the students' the knowledge and and build their confidence up so when they get into the real world, they know how to attack these projects, they know how to communicate with their friends, and really just building confidence. Uh, what motivated me was uh, when I was in middle school, they had a after-school hip-hop, well, they had a during-school hip-hop program come to my middle school, and um, it had such a great effect on me that I knew this is what uh, was a program that Houston needed for the student, for, for the youth. And, you know, uh, building this program to where the kids can really have a platform to showcase their skills, but also be able to express themselves was a great program that I wanted to create, which I started Houston Healthy Hip Hop. I think it's important for these after school programs because, you know, it gets the highlights, the students' talents. And uh, usually we usually do showcases after these after-school programs. So this is a great way to show the community what these students can do and, and, you know, providing that platform to showcase the talents to the parents and the staff. You know, it's a great way to just kind of seed into these students and, you know, they can keep following their passions or have an idea how it feels to follow your passions. I think the, from, from what I've been seeing the past couple of years, I think the main thing is planning. If, 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 the, if the instructor is going in there without a plan, without an idea of what they're going to teach or what they're going to do or what they actually expect from the students, then it just makes the program a little bit harder to put together. But yeah, I think the main thing is planning, having an idea, and uh, you know, executing these ideas. If you want to work with youth, you need to know the youth. You know, the kids are really into music and, and they're into TikTok. And they're they're filled with a lot of energy, and they and they they're usually used to getting stuff quickly and fast. So making sure you go into these programs and keeping the kids busy, it's a great way to you know keep them busy and 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 you know they usually lose their attention really quick. So being able to keep their attention, I think that'd be the best thing to uh, start learning how to do. Um, start pricing on on little different things, you know, sometimes rewards is a great way to go into these classes and, and, and telling them they're going to get a reward. It'll make them work harder for the rewards. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, having a set plan like that. Thank you for joining us for part two of our two-part series celebrating After School Professional Appreciation Week with the Case for Kids in the Year program. During this episode, my guests include Brian Irvin with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Houston, Monica Lewis with the Monica Lewis School of Etiquette, Lisa Bailey with Educational Solutions, and Chris Cortez with Houston Healthy Hip Hop. Please join us for future episodes as I continue to speak with after-school professionals regarding the issues relevant to out-of-school time field.